Welcome to The Christian Working Woman with Mary Lohman. I'm Julie Bastide, and it's hard to believe we're already in day six of 2024. With the holidays behind us, we now look forward to a new year. And it's that time when we think about making some needed changes, some new resolutions maybe, and I see, Mary, that you're going to talk about new beginnings. Well, that seems very appropriate. Well, it really does help to stop long enough and consider what changes we might make to start 2024 off on the right path. (laughs) You're right, and it's also a good time to truly put some things behind us and let go of whatever may be keeping us from moving forward. That's exactly right. Sometimes we just get stuck in the wrong place, so we're going to talk about that today. Great. Sounds good. It's all yours. When I think back over my life, there are many things I would like to change. I would like to make better choices and decisions and make smarter moves, manage my money better, use my time more wisely. Ah, There are lots of things I could have done so much better. But mostly, when I think back over my life, I'd like to avoid the sins of my past, the times when I wandered far away from God, the things I did in disobedience. I would like to erase those things I did which brought dishonor to his name, those times when I was a poor witness for Jesus Christ and a poor representative of the kingdom of God. But of course, there is nothing to be gained by brooding over the past. Yesterday's gone. Tomorrow is only a promise. The only thing you and I have is today. So if we don't want to have any more regrets to look back on in the future, then you've got to set our minds and hearts to begin today anew. Well, how do we do that? Well, the first thing and the most important thing is to make certain that you've been made a new creation in Christ. That's where all new beginnings have their start. And without that transformation inside of us, any new beginnings we attempt will be uh, short-lived and probably pretty futile. The Bible says that when you become a new creation in Christ Jesus, the old has gone and the new has come. It's the most wonderful new beginning anyone can ever have. It's that moment when you pass from eternal death to eternal life, when you're no longer under God's condemnation because your sins are forgiven and your eternal destiny is assured. Maybe you have not yet had that new beginning. If I could sit down and talk with you personally, could you tell me of the time when you recognized your sinful condition and you realized you could do nothing about it yourself and you came to God through Christ in humility to ask for forgiveness of all your past sins? Do you know that you've been born again because Jesus told us that we must be born again in order to be part of his kingdom? You see, many people today have the wrong idea of what it means to be a Christian. They think it means trying to be a good person, doing good deeds, going to church, being baptized, doing more good things and bad things, things like that. They're trying to earn their way to heaven by doing good things and being a good person. But here's the truth, as the Bible tells us. None of us is righteous in ourselves, and not one of us can be good enough to meet God's requirements for holiness. Therefore, on our own merit, we cannot become a new person. We cannot have this new beginning. 
That sounds kind of helpless and hopeless until you realize what Jesus Christ has done for you in order to rectify your dilemma. He came as the perfect son of God, died in order to pay the penalty for your sin and rose again from the dead in order to purchase for you and me eternal life. God's righteous requirements have been met in Jesus, and we are given the opportunity to accept his payment for our sins. The Bible says that God made him, Jesus, who had no sin, to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Jesus took your place and mine as a sacrifice for our sins so that we could have his righteousness and therefore be acceptable to God. But this free gift of righteousness has to be accepted and believed. Have you ever done that? If not, then that's the new beginning you need today. Nothing else matters as much as making certain that you've had this new beginning in Christ, because this determines where you will spend all of eternity, in heaven or in hell. If you have not yet accepted Jesus as the Savior and Lord of your life, you can do that right now. There's no reason to wait. Just pray right where you are right now that God will forgive you of all of your sins and give you that righteousness of Jesus Christ. We'll be glad to send you more information from God's Word about this new beginning in Christ, which can be yours. But believe me, it is not complicated. It's quite simple. Confess your sins, believe in Jesus Christ, that he's the only way to God, and you will become a new creation in Christ. Maybe you've done that sometime in your past, but you still feel as though you need a new beginning You haven't walked with the Lord like you should. Like the old hymn says, you've been prone to wander, prone to leave the God you love. So what do you do now? Can you have a new beginning in your walk with God? Well, indeed you can. And here are some suggestions to help you with that new beginning. First, own up to your past. Don't live in denial. Don't keep shifting blame. Don't try to ignore it. Don't make up excuses. Just get it out in the open, first with God. Confess it to him. Then you may need to ask others for forgiveness, and in some cases that's necessary. But call it what it is, sin. Ask for forgiveness and bring it out into the light. Until we own up to our own part in the wrong directions and decisions of our lives, we can never get past them. Secondly, just refuse to live in despair. You don't have to do that, even over your sinful past. So you walked away from God and the church. You married the wrong person. You had an abortion. You committed adultery or fornication. You spent money you should not have spent. You lied to your boss. You chose the wrong career. You went to the wrong school. You bought the wrong house. You ate the wrong food. You chose the wrong friend. I don't know what's on your list from your past, but I know that God wants to make an example of how he can still be glorified, even though your past seems to be spoiled. So many times we give up on ourselves and live in guilt and settle for so much less than God wants to do for us just because we can't forgive ourselves. Don't you know that the enemy wants to keep you mired down in your past? Don't let him win. You don't have to live in despair and regret, even if you live with the consequences of past sin in your life. 
And then thirdly, start where you are and go forward. The Bible is full of examples and admonitions for us to believe that God can make good things even out of our messes. Isaiah 51.3 says, The Lord will surely comfort Zion and will look with compassion on all her ruins. He will make her deserts like Eden, her wastelands like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in her, thanksgiving and the sound of singing. You can just put your own name in that verse. The Lord will comfort you and will look with compassion on you. And then in Isaiah 58, The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. I love that passage from Isaiah 58. And then in Isaiah 61, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion." to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. Oh, go back and read that passage again for yourself from Isaiah 61. It is just full of what God can do for you and the new beginnings he can give you. You can be an oak of righteousness if you'll put that past behind you and go forward from where you are. Yes, even though your past is not what it should be. I'm here to tell you today that God remembers our frame and knows we are dust, so it doesn't surprise him to see how often we wander off. But what must, however, break his heart is to see how we wallow in that sin and allow our past to keep us living in guilt and despair instead of taking our medicine and going forward. What must break God's heart is to see how we don't learn lessons that we need to learn from our past, and we keep making the same mistakes over and over. It must indeed grieve God to see we don't allow him to turn our deserts into gardens and our ashes into beauty. God can give you the grace to live above your past, even though the effects of your past may last for a lifetime. If you will allow him to do that in your life, he will give you a new beginning. And you will be amazed at how you can find joy and peace and fulfillment and be used of God, even though you've made some wrong choices and bad decisions. That's the kind of God we serve. He has all power. He can do anything. Are you willing to let him take your past and make something good out of it? Are you willing to stop using your bad choices as excuses for not going forward with God and being a blessing to others? Are you willing to allow him to put your past behind you so that you can be all that God wants you to be? If so, You can find a fresh start today, a new beginning, right here and right now.
Mary, I'm sure there are many listening now who really needed to hear this, that nothing is hopeless with God, and today they can begin anew and go forward to the good things God has for them. I I believe it too, Julie, and I'm praying that God will deliver some who are listening now from the mud and mire of their past, and they'll put that behind them and that sin that so easily entangles them. And this new year of 2024 will really be a new beginning for them, one they'll never forget. If you'd like a transcript of this devotional on new beginnings, you'll find it right now on our website at christianworkingwoman.org. What do you want to achieve this year? Studies have found that working with a coach helps facilitate goal attainment and reduce procrastination. Through transformational coaching, our qualified Christian coaches can help you achieve measurable results and reach your full potential. Visit our website to register for this six-month biblically grounded coaching program. Our website is christianworkingwoman.org. Well, we have several events coming up this month to connect with you. The first one is Start It Right event. And at this event, we'll uncover tools to help you navigate workplace challenges. You'll learn practical tips and tools from our transformational coaching team. And you'll discover more about the coaching program. So join us for this Zoom event on January 8th. Visit our website to register. Then our next Zoom Bible study begins on Tuesday, January 9th, and we'll be talking about reinforcing your faith. In a world that seeks to redefine Christianity and deconstruct your faith, this six-week study will explore the lies of our culture and the doubts and struggles many believers encounter. This study will solidify your own faith with confidence and joy. Again, visit our website to register. And one more event is our Zoom get-together on January 13th. Difficult people are all around us, and we may even experience them the most at our job. So as Christians, how do we love those who feel unlovable? How do we work with difficult people, especially when we feel isolated because of our faith? During this January's Zoom get-together, we'll gather for a candid conversation about this and more. So please visit our website to find out more information for all these events and to register for them. That's christianworkingwoman.org. Thanks again for joining us today, and we look forward to being with you next week for The Christian Working Woman.